You want to bet like the Not For The Bay podcast? Go sign up with BetUS Sportsbook, where you can get in the game. Provides multiple sports, online casino, and live betting. Has easy deposits, fast payouts, so sign up today using promo code NFD to receive 125% in bonuses. BetUS. Bet wherever, whenever. It is now 8.46 Eastern Time. We'd like to welcome everybody to the Not For The Pay podcast. This is DeVore. Uh, do me a favor. Go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe button, and most definitely share. Also, be sure to go ahead and follow us on our Instagram, Facebook, and on our Twitter page as well. Action-packed episode, as usual. I know today was a... Was a uh, was it was a was a was a pretty good day. It, it's, it's another sign that football season is right around the corner, and usually folks get in those fantasy drafts like the last week or two before the regular season starts. So the, everybody got their preseason games out the way. So we have escaped. We escaped preseason with pretty much all of our players intact, with no serious injuries. Now. I'm in two fantasy drafts because I ended up having to do one today, but I got the the for debate fantasy draft that I did a couple weeks ago. I wanted to go ahead and go over this with you guys real fast. Um, so I have Matt Ryan as my quarterback with the Indianapolis Colts. If you don't know, Joe Mixon, Cincinnati Bengals, Aaron Jones, uh, Terry McLaurin, excuse me, Darnell Mooney, Tyler Higby. Javante Williams, Jason Sanders with the Green Bay Packers defense. And then on my bench, I have Trevor Lawrence, Chuba Hubbard, Anthony Madsen, DJ Chark, Christian Kirk, uh, and uh, TJ Hawkinson. And I will say this year has been very, very difficult for me to make, uh, make draft selections when it comes down to running backs in particular, because there's so many question marks with some of these running backs. Uh, for example, for example, the Chicago Bears situation with David Montgomery. Like, I'm not too sure that he's going to get a bulk of the carries. Like, Khalil Herbert last year showed a lot of promise for the Chicago Bears. So, I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I was a little bit hesitant with that. And then, I, the other one was probably, it's a lot of, a lot of injury prone running backs out there. Like, you, you look, like you look at Christian McCaffrey. Like, I'm not sold on him. So, like. You would have to go keep Dante Hyde, Dante Freeman. Excuse me, I said Dante Hightower. Dante Freeman on the back burner, like running backs, like um, excuse me, I'm trying to think of what time. Like it's just, it's just this, this, this habit I've gotten into. Like I've been very, very hesitant of drafting running backs that have injury, injury histories. And this goes back to I would probably would say I want to say 2015, 16 ish. I want to say around that time. Excuse me, seventeen. Drafted David, Mag- not David Montgomery. Day, uh, David, oh, man, the running back for the Cardinals that ended up getting traded to the Texans. What was his name? 
what uh what was his name? I'm pretty sure you know who he was, but he had came off a miraculous season with the Arizona Cardinals. And then I turn around and I draft him the very next year. And he ends up dropping a dropping a big in production, he just dropped in general. Let's just put it like that. In production, he just dropped in general. So ever since then, like I have like been very, very David Johnson. I've been very, very hesitant of drafting running backs when they end up having to split have split duty. Like it's 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 very it's very difficult nowadays to draft running backs. I I I gotta say, like I I can't stand it. Like almost every team splits running backs. Like I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. I will damn near never draft a Miami Dolphins running back because there's so many mouths to feed in the running in, in the running game. Like you got Sony Michelle, you got Ryan Mostert, you got excuse me Raheem Mostert, Raheem Mostert, you got um uh uh uh. Uh, Chase Edmonds, excuse me, was drawn up a blank there. Like, there's just so many miles to feed. Philly, you got three miles to feed. You got Clement, you got, um, yeah, Gainwell. Can't really, I'm not really sure if he's a running back or a receiver. And then you have, of course, um, oh my goodness, why can I not think of these running back names right now? Like, I'm literally just drawing up blanks when it comes down to naming some of these running backs. But you, you, you get what I'm saying. Kansas City Chiefs, you have Nick Chubb, and you have Kareem Hunt. Split carry Dallas, Dallas, um, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, like that, like those, like I, I just want somebody to be the bell cow. I don't want them to be splitting no carries. Like it reminds me of one of my best fantasies was probably the 2015 fantasy. I like hit, I was hitting on literally almost all my players. This is when Peyton Manning had that miraculous season with the Denver Broncos. Like I had Wes Walker on my team. I had Demarius Thomas on my team. I had uh, Ezekiel Elliott. This is, I think, this is his rookie year, if I'm not mistaken. I had Ezekiel Elliott. Like everything was going good for me, but ever since that, ever since that fantasy league, I have not been able to put myself in a position for me to win a chip. Well, I take that back. There was one good year where I ended up losing all my players, but this is my year. This is definitely my year, and I hopefully this will be my this will be the year on my on the paid fantasy league where I can get the pot, which I believe is like. A little bit over a grand. I'm not sure. It's, it's a little bit over a grand. But cross your fingers for me because I am I am I am ready. I am ready. This is my time. Uh today's topics. We're gonna talk about that 51 yard uh pass that Tua had Tua Tago Viola had for the Miami Dolphins to to rekill. We're gonna get it to Justin Fields, damn near perfect performance. I guess the Cleveland Browns, Trey Flowers signed with the Miami Dolphins. We got quite a few Miami Dolphins topics up here. And last but not least, we have the Matt Reeds of the punter, the ex-Buffalo Bills punter who just got released due to some rape allegations. Like, I know we don't talk about the Dolphins a lot on this channel. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get out of that habit of talking about the Dolphins, but we got to talk about Tua. Like I, I think I think I've been I've been extremely silent about Tua for quite some time. I'm at the point now where for the Miami anything about the Miami Dolphins, it's it's put up a shut up for them. I don't want to I don't I don't like getting into debate, debates about Tua anymore. Like it's 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 literally it's it's a pointless battle at this point. It's literally a pointless battle, and I have nothing against Tua. Like literally, I I, I just don't think he's a good quarterback, honestly, and. 
this is his I, I'm, I strongly believe this is going to be his 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 last year with the Miami Dolphins if he does not perform on a level that we uh, excuse me a first round pick level and a lot of folks like to go back and forth about the comparison with Justin Herbert and and Joe Burrow they say that's irrelevant I'm sorry I beg to differ when in any time that quarterbacks are drafted in the same in the same draft it's always going to come down to who was the better quarterback obviously Joe Burrow has showed that he's clearly a better quarterback than Tua taking his team to the Super Bowl in his third year and Justin Herbert hasn't exactly been as successful as Joe Burrow but he has been able to he was been able to put himself in positions into taking that step into putting himself in the upper echelon as the quarterbacks as far as Tua is concerned when we talk about Tua uh we talk about somewhere around bottom of the league as far as uh, uh, the starting quarterbacks and I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me but hey the truth hurts y'all need to get out of this y'all need to get out of this out of this trance to be this fantasy land of watching Tua at Alabama this is why I really don't even like this is why I don't like college football like that because stats can be things could be a whole lot different than what they seem when it gets to the pros you playing against the best of the best in the pros and that's why I love it so much so talking about Tua three disappointing seasons with the Miami Dolphins obviously coming in last year I mean coming in last year had injuries the year before that injuries so I'm 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 just at the point now like you 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 got the weapons that 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 everybody was crying about you got Tariq Hill you got Jalen Waddle you get to keep Mike Kosicki you got running backs for days the offensive line is put together somewhat on one side. It's 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 time. It's time. So let's go ahead and get into this this throw and catch. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this today because I I actually I had to look at the Twitter comments when they posted up the highlight. It was like to a, I think it was a play action pass, and Tariq Hill went on a deep post, if I'm not mistaken. Now. I'm happy about the fact that Tua actually took a chance and threw the ball deep. But at the same time, it goes back to what we was talking about before. Well, the biggest the, the biggest controversy about Tua is the fact that his ability to throw the deep ball accurately. And in the throw, unfortunately, it was it was very it was underthrown. And looking at looking at Tyreek Hill, all the trash he was talking, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say trash praise that he was giving to over Patrick Mahomes I'm sorry his numbers are going to take an extreme an extreme dip this year with the Miami Dolphins and I'm I was looking at Jalen Waddle's numbers I, I, I think Waddle is a good player don't get me wrong but when it comes down to just looking at his numbers like he caught over 100 balls and barely over a thousand yards like I'm sorry. I'm I'm not I'm not satisfied with that. I'm expecting like for you to be in that what 80, 75, 80, 80 catch area where you'd be able to catch over a thousand. Like he barely made it over a thousand. He had over a hundred catches. So it goes back to the scheme now. I'm I'm sure Mike McDaniel is going is 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 gonna be a run first football team. And we're gonna to try to get to a doing some bootlegs doing some bootlegs for sure and 
try to get him try to get 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 these guys in space getting the ball out quick and of course relying heavily on the running game and now as far as the deep passing thing goes like i'm not a believer i i am just not a believer and it doesn't it doesn't bode well for tua because if i'm a defensive coordinator i'm gonna be like all right you're gonna have to you we want to see you throw this ball deep consistently so we're going to go ahead and crowd the box, try to stop the run, and you're going to have to – two is going to have to beat us. It's going to be interesting. Week one against the New England Patriots, for sure, because I'm pretty sure they they have adopted that mindset like, you're going to beat us. Nobody else. We want to see what you can do. So, again, the throw was underthrown. I my question still has not been answered. Is he able to throw the deep ball consistently and accurately? In my book, that was an accurate throw. It was a very underthrown under ball. And it reminds me of the of the game two years ago against the Chiefs that he threw against Jakeem Grant and all the Miami Dolphins fans out there that were supporting too. Oh, Jakeem Grant can't catch. He can't catch. But you literally put the ball in the area where he was going to end up getting murdered anyway. So We'll see. We'll, we'll see in week one. We might as well just go ahead and just get the Miami Dolphins topics out the way. Trey Flowers. The free agent Trey Flowers has, has signed a one-year deal with the Miami Dolphins. Now, Trey Flowers has a little bit of an injury history where in 2020 and 2021, He's been put on injury reserve two times. So he's had three and a half sacks in two years with the Detroit Lions. Now, it makes sense that the Dolphins decided to add him considering the fact that the the scheme is identical to what the Detroit Lions had when Matt Patricia was there in Detroit. And then before Trey Flowers became a free agent, he was with the New England Patriots and same scheme. So it's only ironic that it's a perfect fit with him for him and with the Miami Dolphins ended up turning out to be a bust with the Detroit Lions. Now, when you look at the depth that the Miami Dolphins have as far as pass rusher right now, you got Emmanuel Ogba. I know Andrew Van Ginkle is hurt right now, dealing with some injuries right now. Uh, You have the first round pick from last year, Jalen Phillips, and... Melvin Ingram, also a veteran, who they added to as well. So they have quite a few options at the pass rusher position. Now, when it comes to Trey Flowers, I, as far as what I expect from him, really, I think he's going to be good for the rotation. I don't think he's going to make a, a big, huge impact where we're going to see like miraculous sack numbers. But, but I think he's going to be good in 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 the run in, in run defense, being able to stop the run, setting the edge on the outside for for the Miami Dolphins. But I I I, I, I it's a low risk it's a low risk high reward transaction for the Miami Dolphins where they can easily benefit and they wouldn't really get anything negative out of it because they have a lot of depth of the position where they can get things done. I, I, that's that's as simple as I could put it. They can get things done. 
Chicago Bears, Justin Fields. Like, I feel really good about Justin Fields. And it's not just because of the fact that me and Banks have a a wager on the line here when it comes down to the NFC North between the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions, because that's his pick. The, the Detroit Lions is his pick. He strongly believes that the Detroit Lions, they're going to make some noise this year for in the NFC. And I told him, I'm, I, I don't believe it. I think they're going to still come in last in the N- NFC North. I feel like their roster is just not talented enough for them to do anything. A lot of question marks. But there's also a lot of questions marks around the Chicago Bears, too, as well. Now, I know the Chicago Bears, excuse me, Justin Fields in particular, last night it went for 14 for 16 for 156 yards and three touchdowns against the Cleveland Browns. Now, here's here's the thing that's key that I think with just with Justin Fields. Like I, I like the new offensive coordinator. He's 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 given this, he's given Justin Fields some bootlegs with the play action being able to hit his guys in space because the offensive line is not exactly steady. In my opinion, I feel like they're going to face a lot of, I face a lot of woes uh, for Justin Fields. If he ends up staying, staying in the pocket and not leaving the pocket, being able to use his athleticism. But what comes with that is David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. I feel like David Montgomery definitely is a, is a bell cow back, get the job done. Unfortunately, he got hurt last year, and then that's how we ended up seeing seeing Khalil Herbert showcase his talents too as well. The Chicago Bears need to be able to utilize these guys on a regular basis and not rely solely on Justin Fields in this offense. Like we need to be the Chicago Bears need to be a run first team and then get Justin Fields in space for him to do his thing with the play action with the bootleg, and then of course we want to add sprinkle in some some RPOs in there somewhere. On those on those drives that he had against the the Cleveland Browns, like getting Darnell Mooney involved, Cole Komet, I, I like I strongly believe he's going to be emerged to be one of like a top five tight end this year. That's my prediction. Dante Pettis, I see him getting involved in the offense. Like I like Dante Pettis. Uh, Nikhil Harry, not exactly a timetable when he's going to be coming back. Pringle, he can get him involved a little bit, like. There's some there's some hope for the Chicago Bears offense. We just had to just had to follow the plan here. Like I, it, it, success comes down to David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. That's what it is for him to for 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 Justin Fields to go out and do his thing, and they can they can have a. I'm not saying they're gonna go out and win the NFC North, but it's a it's a strong possibility they can still come in third. I'm sorry, I'm just not that high on the Chicago Bears. Like I. Too many question marks for me. This is literally too many question marks right now for the Chicago Bears. But as long as they don't come in last and the Detroit Lions come before them, I am cool. I am cool. Last topic of the day. Matt Ariza. Uh, the, The Buffalo Bills... Uh, they decided to release Matt Ariza on Saturday after he was accused of taking part in a gang rape of a 17-year-old girl during his time at San Diego State. Now, 
before I continue, I just want to put this out there. If he was a quarterback, excuse me. Yeah, if he was a quarterback, you know what? We're going to take it a step further. If he was any other position of importance, do y'all think he would have got released? I'm going to leave it right there for right now. So, Colleen Shelby and Robert J. Lopez of the Los Angeles Times reported the woman who is now 18 and is listed as a Jane Doe filed a civil suit Thursday saying Ariza and former Aztec teammates Xavier Leonard and Nolan Paiwaliko raped her at an off-campus party in 2021. Now, mind you, at the time, this girl was 17 years old, so she was underage. I'm trying to figure out how did they end up let well, it, it can happen. Like it's not like at, at a at a at a at a at a school house party. We don't exactly come up, have people come up to the door and like card them or whatever. So it's a strong possibility. The woman said she was drinking with friends when she arrived at the party, at a party, excuse me, at Ariza's home. So it was at Matt Ariza's house. She said Ariza knew she was a high school student when he offered her a drink, told her to perform oral sex, and then had sex with her. She said Ariza then took her into one of the house's bedrooms where Leonard Iwaliko and at least one other man threw her on the bed and raped her for an hour and a half. The lawsuit states she then stumbled out of the room bloody and crying. Her nose, belly button, and ear piercings had been pulled out, and she was also bleeding from her vagina, according to the Los Angeles Times report. Okay. I was I was I was I was kind of surprised that the Buffalo Bills decided to release him. Like what happened to innocent till proven guilty? But I then again, I'm not really surprised because we just got off of this whole Deshaun Watson situation. And also it also comes down to team policy like different different strokes for different folks like i remember with the kareem hunt situation we didn't even ask no questions he was already cut before the news even broke well as soon as the news broke he was cut like that was crazy um i think it took i think I'm, I'm thinking back with the ray rice thing it took them a while actually you know what they knew about it and then when the video came out, that's when they had to take action. But I go back to the question that I asked if Matt Ariza was a quarterback, would he have been released on the spot? I'm going to say no, because it says that Matt Ariza won the starting job, the starting punter job on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. And they released their other punter, Matt Hawk. Shout out to Matt Hawk, a former Miami Dolphin. Prior to that, so they're 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 in a serious situation here, where they they're living without a putter. It's not like they could bring a bad hog back. I believe he signed with the Indianapolis Colts, if I'm not mistaken. But 
my 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 whole thing is like look we're gonna respect we're gonna respect jane doe's allegation but my thing is at least wait until you know what it's innocent till proven guilty like by you releasing him it's showing that you're guilty now it's a possibility they may nfl can do the due diligence like there's very very strong entity they can go places where other people can't i'm not saying that he's innocent but at the same time like come on man like at least give him a shot like it could have just been she could just be blowing smoke she literally could be blowing smoke and we just go ahead and just gonna go with the flow who knows but i i i I wish the i wish the best of luck for both parties like definitely her being underage just the fact that she was there underage and then if he ended up having sexual intercourse with her being underage that's a flag too so we could go ahead and just even if we just even if the whole rape thing was off the technically it's still rape because he's she's underage it's statutory rape so regardless of how you look at it i i i I, it doesn't look too good it it, it literally doesn't look too good if you think about it because even if she's innocent if he's innocent on the rape charges still comes out as statutory rape if if they actually did have sexual intercourse with each other which i'm pretty sure it can go either way it can go either way but that's that's all that I got for you guys this evening. Uh, again, be sure to go ahead and follow us on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and on our Twitter page. Uh, hit that like button and subscribe button. I will probably see you guys again Wednesday for another pod. This is the Not For The Bay podcast. This is Devor. I'm about to get involved with this, this cheeseburger I just got, by the way. I'm about to here, man. <laughs>